Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading our podcast, Three Idgits in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And we're here to talk about Season 1, Episode 7, Hookman. But first, how are you two doing today? Pretty good. I went to the Clay studio, and I trimmed some pots, and glazed a couple pots, and got them ready to be fired, so... I got a couple wonky balls nice. uh, on the way. We like some wonky little balls. Yeah, they're, I'm I'm very new at this, and it's very hard. Uh, yeah. It's a skill that I didn't realize would be so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as someone, it, it's taken a lot of practice. Yeah, your I mean, your typical medium is a very physical one. Anyway, mm-hmm. which surprising to me that you didn't take immediately to make doing pottery. But I guess mm-hmm. it is. It's. Uh, I thought for sure. I was like, I got this class. I'm going to be the best one in it. Like, I know Nancy. She's our teacher. I was, uh, I, I was surprised <laughs> by how hard it is. I had a, I don't and know. even after being a cake decorator for a while, which I thought maybe like a turntable and yeah. scraping, like there's some the similarity yeah. between that. No, there's not. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but we had a pottery wheel for yes. for a while. Physically in the house? Physically in the house. We yep. had a pottery wheel, and we had a block of clay yep. <laughs> that was um, a uh, essentially a cinder block. Yep. Yeah. And I tried to... I tried to make something a number of times, but I was never able to get a piece of clay off of the block yeah. <laughs> to use on the wheel. So it must have been way too hard. It was. It was. It was a solid piece of of rock. <laughs> yeah, you uh, can't. I really tried. Use that I tried to. I tried to wet it. I tried. <laughs> I tried everything. Uh, I broke the little wire that they gave. That they gave oh. try, trying to cut a piece off of it. That's a sign. That's a yeah. sign. Clay Jack. Um, I, I soaked it in water, like, overnight. It didn't do anything. <laughs> it might have just been a brick. A, I, think they, I think they just sent me a brick in a box. Yeah. Um, and then we, then we got, must have gotten rid of it at some yard sale. Yeah. Um, of course, sure. now I'm like, oh man, I wish we hadn't gotten rid of that, that toy pottery wheel oh, from... toy. Well, the pottery, it was a plastic pottery wheel. Yeah. It that, was that we got kid-sized, as, right? Yeah. It was a kid-sized pottery wheel that we got in some class, like, some kit for Christmas or something mm, yeah. Um, that, you know, just sat in the art cabinet. Remember we had an art cabinet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the booby-trapped art cabinet. You yep. open it and a bunch of pipe cleaners fall out. That was, I lived in that art cabinet growing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just open it and pipe cleaners and cotton balls. And the, the little popsicle the little sticks. Pom-pom balls. Where was it? Popsicle. Oh, my God, the popsicle sticks. It um, was in where a... The, where the fridge where the fridges. is. There oh. was a countertop with cupboards underneath. Huh. For some oh, the, reason, I was thinking the, where your where your office is now. That used to be the that was the that, lin- that was the linen closet, linen closet slash dress up. Yeah, bin. My, the slash dress up. I bin. lived in the dress up bin. <laughs> <laughs> um, the yeah, the art cabinet was where the fridge is now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for for everyone who's following along <laughs> yeah, at home, who knows exactly what for, we're talking about. For the layout of our of our house, you know where the fridge is. <laughs> that, <laughs> that used to be the art cabinet, and the drawers next to the it's next to the cabinet the were like the, 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 the pet the drawer. pet the pet supplies were in there. The listener that I know hasn't been to our house. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> neither has the listener I know. I don't think. No, he's been here once. Okay, <laughs> but 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 while the fridge was there, he knows so, where the fridge is. <laughs> okay, yeah. So to our one listener who's been to our house and knows what the layout is, <laughs> so you know where the fridge is. That used to be cabinets, <laughs> and there used to be art supplies in there. And shoved in the back of that cabinet was a child's pottery wheel. I thought you were going to say it was, <laughs> was a child. <laughs> and shoved in the back of that cabinet yeah, was a shove child. Them in there. Well, well the cats, the cats used to be able to get in there if they mm-hmm. went in because the, the top the, drawer. The pet drawer was locked to keep, to keep them out of the pet medicine and the treats and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they could get in through the top drawer. So <laughs> we'd find Brittany in there. <laughs> we would occasionally find the find Brittany in there. <laughs> yep. We'd hear meowing coming from the closed drawers oh and we'd have to like get a screwdriver and un- undo some things oh to get her God. to get her out of there. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> our riveting retelling of, of the land of our house. <laughs> is, is this gonna be a segment where we where we describe Something that they can't they see. Vaguely describe the layout of a house yeah. that they and can't see. It's gonna get all mixed up because mom and dad are. Doing, we're getting new we're cabinets. Getting new cabinets. So now it's oh going to God. be. So now it's going to be. You know where the stove is? Well, there were cabinets there, but and, now, but now it's a window. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be super helpful. I don't think the fridge is moving. The stove is moving. The window really? is moving. What? Yeah. So you know... How does the window move? <laughs> so you know where the cabinets are by the window. They go out- <laughs> yes, I do. They go out to the layout section in the menu, and then you just hold on yeah. it, and then move it over a few squares. Yeah. So you know where the cabinets are by the window. Mm-hmm. Those are going away. The stove is going there, and also the window is moving oh. is moving over. In okay. And getting smaller, I think, so cabinets can go under the window. Okay. As far as my understanding goes, this is what we're doing. And Dad's doing it by himself. I think we're going to call who the guy we know up at the lake. Yeah. That, I, th- I think it's that Noah guy. For some reason, From... I thought you were talking about Jeffrey. No. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. No. Not Jeffrey. No. no, you're not Jeffrey. No, no, Dad no it's not I... Jeffrey. So there's this <laughs> there's this like high school kid. His name's that... not Jeffrey. His name isn't Jeffrey. We don't know him. But every once in a while, we see him walking around, and Dad's like, well, I bumped into Jeffrey the other day. And I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, we should invite him over sometime. Just joking. And I'm like, yeah, we should. Get a little reunion. He lives up the hill. <laughs> he lives in a really big, fancy house. Oh. Yeah, he's a rich kid. He wears polo shirts and... <laughs> oh, no. And hey, you know, some polo shirts are okay. I have worn a polo shirt. Steven wears polo shirts. I bought them for him. A white blonde kid with a perm, though? A perm. Yeah. He's got that, like... Shaved on the sides, but the top is, like, poof curly, but, like, his hair isn't curly, I can tell. Oh. Mm. He makes it like that, and I'm like, hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a thing, it's a style now, because, like, a bunch of guys at my school have that hair, and I'm like, oh. Oh. But you can tell that they're just F-boys. Yeah. 
they're just there and they're like <laughs> with their puka shell necklaces and, <laughs> is that, and is that still a thing? Yes, it is. Puka shell necklaces are still a thing? Sort of. I used to wear a puka shell necklace. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did for a while. I definitely had I had one that was like a... made of like little discs of shells that yeah. were like strung on a on a string and it had like a little charm in the middle. But was your anklet anklet made of shells at one point or no? No, I've only ever had I have my Cape Cod anklet and my and like friendship bracelet anklets yeah. that I made with Claire. I have <laughs> a shark tooth anklet. That's it. Do you, do you it, still yeah. wear it? When I go to the Cape, I will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I but I haven't been in years. Are you going this year? No. Okay. I've got to work. I'm a teacher. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a teacher who doesn't get the summer off because we're in session all summer. I don't think we've ever really had a talk, but no, we we talked when we were making her character sheet. Oh yeah, well I was and trying to when I was trying we were venting to, uh, about supernatural to her. Did I vent about yes. supernatural? <laughs> did. She was very interested though, and that was when I was like, <sighs> "Did I vent about supernatural?" To yes, her? I feel like I blacked out. I don't. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, there's a period in your life where venting about supernatural <laughs> made you black out for for a while. There, it's a trauma response. <laughs> You repressed it. it. Yeah. Um, and now I'm making a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> when was when did I vent to, vent to her about Supernatural? Um, I feel like it was the last time she came over. Oh wait, wait, that's right. Because I told her the show was so homophobic, it's gay, and she was yes. like, "We love to see it." Yeah, <laughs> and then you <laughs> showed us. Thank you. <gasps> yeah. Then I sh- then I showed you guys the the uh, the clip with Dean and Lee from from the divorce arc with uh, the Dukes of Hazard yes, music. But also, you showed us uh, Doctor Handsome, Doctor Sexy, Doctor Sexy, same thing. Doctor Sexy, Doctor Sexy. <laughs> there, there's there's a it's not it's, really spoiling it's, um, anything. It's no, just... it's there's there's a for for plot reasons. <laughs> for plot reasons, there's um uh in universe like in in supernatural in the universe there is a um a not Grey's Anatomy right <laughs> and on not Grey's Anatomy there is a sexy doctor doctor sexy instead <laughs> of mix mix instead of mixed dreamy or mcdreamy he's doctor sexy <laughs> i love it and dean is a fan of this show dean and of has, and of doctor sexy specifically dean oh, has a no. bi panic cuz they're because of plot reasons yes. they're like on the sh- like on the set or on the show and they're like they're there standing there in like doctor coats and they're they're like oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> dean's, dean's like oh my god it's doctor sexy <laughs> and and Sam's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, be cool, be cool, be cool. He's coming over this way. And, and, and like, you know, walks up and like, it was like, doctor, doctor. And, and, and Dean's like, he's like, doctor. doctor. <laughs> he, yeah, full, it's just like, full by panic. How? It's very good. Because what were they we, trying we to do? We have this to look forward to. This is in, when is this? When is, I don't know. This is, um, what episode was that? That was Changing Channels. Were they sucked into the show? I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, no. Okay, it's just that it's fun. It's a fun episode. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. I don't remember what season this this episode is on. It's one of the famous episodes. Mm. Um, because it's it's a it's one of the famous is not that important. Like it's it's a like a, it's a not, I guess it's not a bottle episode because it doesn't happen in like an enclosed is it a filler set filler episode? Yeah. Um, it's some filler 
episodes it's, it's, are it's, really it's a, fun. It's a good filler episode. Good. Um, Some people don't like filler episodes, and I don't get that. because I, I firmly believe a show lives and dies by its filler episodes, yeah. which is one of the reasons Avatar The Last Airbender is so, so good. good. The filler episodes were great. Yep. But also and sad. Some of them were very sad. <laughs> but the... And, like, I... When I'm, like, thinking about, like, NPCs for DMing... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender is a master class in NPCs. Yeah. Yes. Just the the the, the weird the, people you the, talk no, to. the no name nobodies that they meet on the side of the road. They're all weird mm-hmm. and interesting and they've all got something going on. Yep. I remember my I can't believe the captain remembered my birthday. It was just like a three line interaction at the end during the climactic big battle at the end and they 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 all end up in the cargo van. They're just the evil soldiers. They're just faceless yeah. evil soldiers. Yeah. And they're like It would be like, like if stormtroopers like, got a good line. Yeah. yeah and, like there's like three guys, and, and one of them's like, like, hey, I'm up, I'm up in navigation. Oh, hey, I'm in engineering. Probably why we never met. And then another random guy goes, I can't believe the captain remembered my birthday. <laughs> it's so, like the master class in NPC design. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Do you remember when we were at Friendly's after some show, and you and Josh started, started doing like vending battle, a vending battle. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it included a couple other people who realized what was going on. Yeah, and uh, my big my big move was you, you channeling re- the you lightning. Re- you redirected the lightning. <laughs> it was so good. How? What? 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 No. No. Yes. Of course not. In real life. <laughs> I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Didn't you know we're benders? No, I'm saying like. Did like a light turn off or something when? No, it was no, just we no, were, we're just, just we we're just like making so hand motions. Like, oh, was like watcha, and I we was, were just we were just like watcha. We were just like in the booth making hand motions. And I'm like, whoa! It was so good. There was no hesitation. You were just like, yes, I've trained for this. Anyway. And I think I think a couple other people were watching it, and they were like, "She redirected the lightning." <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was too good. It was really good. I'm so sorry to the friendly staff. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't use actual like water. No, no, no. that would be so. That would that would have. Been but so it, but it was still. I mean, imagine water. being. Imagine now, like okay. So remember, you used to work at a restaurant. Oh my god! Yeah. Imagine seeing like that. Walks into the dining room to see what's going on. <laughs> sees that. I think it would be. Walks funny. out. <laughs> I'd be funny, but it's also like, I make minimum wage. Yep. Yeah. I make half of minimum wage, and I have to rely on the waitstaff tips. Yeah. I made seven fifty an hour. Oh my god. Plus 10% of what the waiters make. Oh yeah, as a buzzer. That's not half of minimum wage, that's more than half of minimum wage. For, yeah, I was thinking like 15 but that's not that's minimum, not minimum wage. wage. <laughs> yeah, it's I, still, I, I make minimum wage and I don't make that. Yeah, it's still not a lot of money, though. It's not. Oh no, God, no, it's no, not. no, 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 no. But not. it's it's not. And like, th- and it's like, not a living wage. <laughs> no, and I make minimum wage. It's not it's a living not. wage. <laughs> I'm gonna describe the same makeup. It's got spikes and it's black. Yes, it's eyeliner. We got a one spiky going up on, like, across from your lid. This is a a five spike affair. We got a one spike at the corner of your eye, and we got uh, two spikes on the bottom by the corner of your eye, and we got one spike in the very center 
of your eye. Yeah, I think I said five. Five, 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 five spikes. Oh, technically six if we count this one. Yes. Oh, yeah, six. The other one. Above the eye. <laughs> Above the eye. Got a six spike. Below the eyebrow. <laughs> six spike affair. <laughs> six spike. Spike um, from So I guess, I guess, speaking of sharp things. Yeah. yeah. On our previously on. <laughs> well, uh, spe- awesome. speaking of sharp things, let's oh, jump right into <laughs> season one, episode seven. Hookman. I said, young man, Mandor hand a car gun. <laughs> this is the classic Hookman story. We got our previously on, which is you know, uh, pretty much the same that we've been having w- with our, blade. our curvy blade previously on. And this time we see a uh, clip from Sam's Nightmares. That's yes. right, we do. That is right. Um, so just to let us know that those are still going on, mm-hmm. that Sam is not alright, Sam is not normal, something's happening. Yeah. Um, and he still has a curvy knife somewhere. <laughs> we don't, we <laughs> don't know <laughs> where, we don't know why. <laughs> we don't know where he's keeping it. Um, uh, we have, um, written, this episode is written by John Shaban, directed by David Jackson. This aired October 25th, 2005. Uh, John Shaban also wrote Skin. Um, so, but, you dip it, dip in quality, but, um. Not bad. Not I bad. Mean, some of the episodes Alan Alda wrote for MASH were meh. <laughs> one. I oh, don't know. No. <laughs> oh, no. This is not a MASH rewatch podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you are you done editing the story? No. <laughs> okay. I really, really want to read it. My, my <laughs> <laughs> Margaret my, wrote MASH fan fiction. My um for, for National Novel Writing Month last year, I wrote uh a it's not really an AU. A kind kind of uh, uh, it's not. A, it's not an AU. It's a song fic. So a mash, Mamma Mia song fic. Yes. Um, <laughs> the using the songs from Mamma Mia as the themes of each of the chapters. It uh, it was very funny. I think it was. I think I did a very good job, and it's very funny. Have I have not edited it. it. To AO3? I haven't posted it. I haven't edited it. I haven't. I haven't opened it since November. Because there's, like, the chunks of it that are just unfinished. Oh, I thought you finished. No, I hit 50,000 words, and then I was like, well, there's, like, six chapters left. Oh. I thought you were done with No. I just haven't opened it since November. (laughs) Basically, polyamory endgame for Hawkeye, BJ, and Peggy. For all of you people who watch MASH and Supernatural. (laughs) So, we start the episode with... Theta Sorority, Eastern Iowa University. We got a sorority house. And we got some mid-2000s music. The yeah. music goes, we got relationships, but we're not hip to hip. <laughs> <laughs> we got our two girls, a uh, blonde trying on an outfit, and they <laughs> and her friend, and they're both in jean miniskirts. Yes! Which got a clock dot. That was that was great. Yeah, she walks out of the bathroom and she's like, "What do you think?" And her roommate's like, "Um." She goes, "Oh God, to Martha Stewart." <laughs> that was that was <laughs> a reference. Yeah. That was a 2005 reference. That was before Martha Stewart went to jail. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> she's, she's wearing yeah. She's wearing. Oh, a, I didn't do the episode description. I didn't. Can ah. I say? 
She's wearing a button-up shirt over a denim skirt. I wrote skirt slash skort, but I couldn't figure out how to write skort. <laughs> so I just was like, skort with a C? No. Now it just looks like snot. <laughs> snort. <laughs> snort. <laughs> these, up, these outfits felt very buffy yes. to me. Mm-hmm. Also this- very Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Same, same era. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to do the episode description real quick. In a small town in Iowa, Sam and Dean encounter the infamous Hook Man, a spirit <laughs> who kills his victims with a shiny hook that serves as his hand. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 There's, there's more nuance in the episode, but mm-hmm. sure. 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 Why, why not, Netflix? Yeah. Netflix, they're boring. So the blonde girl's friend gets a better top yeah, she's for like, her and says, there's a hot chick buried somewhere in yeah. there. And uh, when she finally puts on that top and uh, decides, okay, this is what I'm going to wear, her friend is like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And then she goes on her date. <laughs> like, yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing you I wouldn't, wouldn't do. do. <laughs> the, it's true. When, when she goes to get the top, she does this weird little run. Yes. It's like a flouncy, a, bouncy a, run. A flouncy, bouncy run. Like Anne make run. <laughs> and, yeah. The, 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 this whole scene felt very... Written by, written and directed yes. by a man. Yes. <laughs> and it was very weird. <laughs> this is what women do. Yeah. Walks <laughs> I know what women do. <laughs> flap, 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 flap. I, yeah, it, this whole scene just kind of felt awkwardly written. Yeah, v- you know, written by a man. It, it felt, it felt written and directed by a man. <laughs> oh, and I just wrote, uh, when she's like, so when she sh- was, uh, came out in the new shirt, I said, it's now a pretty shirt, still over a denim skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> we still have part of the issue. Yep. <laughs> so we see, uh, and she's gone on her date, and we got a truck under a bridge mm-hmm. for some reason, and we see a figure with a hook hand. Mm-hmm. Hook like, hand! Hook hand! Hook hand! From and, behind uh, the tree, and he's like... Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if we know her name at this point, but she no. starts. We don't. We don't, we don't know, know that the her. two women we've met so far. We don't, don't know, know their names. names. <laughs> nice. No. Uh, she and the guy who we don't know yeah. his name until a little bit later. Uh, they start kissing a little. Like, I thought we were gonna go to the party. It's like, well, we can. We, we can't can arrive on time. time. <laughs> we get a call from her dad. But she doesn't answer. No. And at this point the in, in the show, I've been trained to, like, they're in a car. Someone's in a car and gets a cell phone call. I'm like, oh, no, so something bad. Yeah. Something, <laughs> cell phone calls are never good. Oh, it's just dad. It's just dad. Yeah. Uh, but she ignores it. Guy tries to put his hand under her shirt, and she's like, no. no. But he says... It's okay. No! Bad! No, 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 bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I said... What's his face? Rich. Rich. I said, no. Bad boy. It's bad. okay. Continues to do a weird three-finger growth. It was, like, three, like, his thumb and pinky touching, and he, like, so, like very straight fingers tried to t- put it under her shirt strap, and it was, mm-hmm. like, very procedural. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, no, bad. Bad, Rich, bad. I uh, see our, our hook man approaching... They kiss again, and he tries to undo her shirt, and she's like, I mean it. She means it, She means it! We hear all that metal screeching. And the dead end sound. And we see, yeah, we see the hook man tearing through the car, and... Yeah, get him, ghost! Or through the, uh, we hear the, uh, it's the dead end sign, 
And then threw another sign, which is yeah. the Nine Mile Road sign. I said it's comical how fucking loud this guy is being. Uh-huh. He's just like, <laughs> scratch! <laughs> and they're like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, Rich gets out of the car. Get tell, him! Get him! Tells get him. Lori to wait here. She's like, what? No! Get him, ghost! You got this! Oh, now, yeah, sorry. Now the then the hook goes through the car, yeah. and it's invisible. Yeah. We see, we just see the scratch on the car. Which, that's a cool effect. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the metal spontaneously ripping. It mm-hmm. was, that was, that was, that was a cool effect. Mm-hmm. Lori screams. Uh, Rich, uh, yeah. Rich is gone. <laughs> she locks the doors. Good job. Rolls up the windows. Good job on remembering to close the window. Yes. Yeah. I, I was worried for a minute she would forget. <laughs> yeah. We don't know much about Lori, whether she's smart enough for that. Yeah. But, no. we, we, but the good job, good you job locked Lori. the doors and closed the windows. We hear the scratching on top of the car. She's screaming. She hides down near the glove compartment. <laughs> it passes Lil, and she gets out of the car, runs around, runs a bit, turns around, and sees Rich hanging by his feet from the bridge above, all bloodied. <laughs> During all the scratching, I wrote, God, my ears, tinnitus! <laughs> tinnitus! <laughs> and I also wrote in all caps, stay in the car! Yeah. yeah. Why did she feel the need to get out of the car when she was locked in there? I would have driven the car away. Yeah. Goodbye, mm-hmm. Rich. Goodbye, mm-hmm. Rich. Goodbye, Rich. Goodbye. Goodbye. Didn't know you, don't care about yeah. you. <laughs> just you take that car take and my go. Nose, so... He left the keys there. Just take, just it, take t- it. Just take it and go. Mm-hmm. Shut up and drive. <laughs> <laughs> my last note for this scene is, I do not miss him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the ghost got him. Good for you, ghost. Yep. I just wrote, he's tied up in yada yada mandor hand car door. Mandor hand car door. And then we switch to, uh, we're at an outdoor cafe, which is a uh-huh. very different vibe yeah. for, for Sam and Dean. They're having some coffee outside doing yeah. some research. Sam's on the payphone. Dean's on his laptop. <laughs> payphone lol. Payphone. <laughs> which were go, which were phasing out. They were going out of style mm-hmm. in 2005. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were start was at you know with the rise of cell phones. Who needs payphones? You've still got payphones, right? Now? Yeah. I could not tell you the location of a pay of a working There's payphone. There's some downtown. There's, I don't think they work. There's, there's usually oh. there's usually. One in like Stewart's. Stewart's often has yeah. a payphone. Really? Yes. I want to say do. I want to say yes, but yeah. I, but now that I think of it, I I cannot place one in the last Stewart's I went in. But Stewart's was often a place where there was a payphone. Right. I think it's still there. I I don't know if they still have them. Um, but other than Stewart's, I don't know. I could not tell you the location of a payphone. Because they, t- they certainly took them out of the mall. They used to have them in the mall. Yeah, oh. yeah, I remember those. Um, I also might be replacing ATM machines with telephones in my brain. You're That's probably thinking of the ATMs. So Sam and Dean are... <laughs> in the, this episode, they're in an outdoor cafe. Unusual venue for them. Uh, Sam is on the payphone. Yeah, he's like, I had them check the FBI's missing persons data bank. No John Doe's fitting the description. Did he I even speak? Hmm? It was it is it supposed to be databank? That's what he said. Is is it supposed to be database? He said databank. Yeah. He said databank. Is I, that correct? Th- it was um, at one point what the sort of thing you'd say. You wouldn't database is a newer is a newer word. I didn't right? know if that was even a word. Yep. Well they used to have like it used to be, you know, in re- more reference to like the physical banks of computers. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, and I even ran his plates for traffic violations. Uh, Dean's like, I'm telling you, I don't think Dad wants to be found. Uh, and then he's like, check this out. And then we got yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah, so to, to let us know, they haven't forgotten that they're supposed to be looking for their dad, but this is going to be a filler episode. Yeah, <laughs> right. We've had a whole series of filler yeah. episodes. Um, just let just like letting us know that they haven't forgotten, but this is not going to actively push push their case forward. Right. Dean, Ankeny, Iowa. I have a lol, Dean. Um, it is his delivery of the coffee. Mm-hmm. Your half-calf double vanilla latte is getting cold over here, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sam says, bite me. They screwed up the... Yeah. They, that, that, they screwed up the subtitles on Netflix. Subtitles say shut up. So, oh. And, and, um, so, and so Dean says, your half-calf double vanilla latte. In the subtitles, it says venti. <gasps> That's funny. Someone wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Someone, no. I, I don't know what that was. It's kind of a large, juicy applesauce pack combo. <laughs> we don't, we don't have, have applesauce. <laughs> um, and I'm loving the generic uh, stick. The stickers on the laptop that are supposed to be like, like, oh, there's stickers on the laptop, but they're just like weird, gen- like generic stickers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. Dean's leather jacket is back. This episode, I see. Mm-hmm. Last episode it was a dark canvas jacket for some reason. Right. I'm not sure why. Choices. Uh, Wardrobe choices. I'm not sure about the wardrobe choices. Later on, uh, Dean's leather jacket tends to take on more of, like, he's, like, like, and again, I I hesitate to say anything they did on the show was intentional ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it tends, from what I recall, he tends to wear it more, like, as the show goes on, more when he needs some sort of, like, emotional armor. Mm Hmm. But at this point in season one, when we're really just first establishing who yeah. the characters are, and it's like just hit, like that's just like I mean, what he's, he wears. He's the cartoon character who has a single outfit. Yeah. yeah. Um, he Dean wears a leather mm-hmm. jacket, so I'm not sure what the choice was for last episode wearing the canvas jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed this episode they kind of switch roles from last episode in Skin, where um, Dean was like, uh, sorry, Sam was like, we gotta do this case, man. Uh, it might be something, and uh, Dean was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's probably not something. And in this one, Dean is like, hey, this might be something. And Sam's like, I don't know. We should, we should just go back on the road. And he's like, no, we should do it. And then it cuts to them doing it. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure why they're they're kind of waffling back and forth. Because mm-hmm. Sam, like at this point, Sam seems to be getting kind of frustrated. Yeah, with not making any progress on the hunt for dad. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I understand that, but he didn't even really want to do this in the first place. It seems more in Dean's character to really, really want to be on the road and get going. But Dean yeah. also wants to save everyone. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's a major part of Dean's character. Is yeah. Major part of Dean's character is if he sees someone who he thinks he can help, he's he's got to do everything he can. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he doesn't like want to, like he's, he's like, ah, I gotta save these people. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a major part of his character. So yeah, conflict of interest, I guess, kind of seems a little weird. Yeah, no, um, the, it's interesting that they're waffling back and forth like that. Um, yeah. So uh, I think Dean is the one to um to tell him like, oh, check this out, Ankeny, Iowa, about a hundred miles from here. A mutilated body was found near the victim's car, 
parked on Nine Mile Road. The headline is Mysterious Death of a Fraternity Brother. The authorities can't provide a description of the killer. The sole witness, Lori, is quoted saying that the attacker was invisible. And Dean's like, could be something. Sam's like, doesn't mean it's the invisible man. (laughs) (laughs) Dean's like, well, what if it is? Dad would check it out. Uh, yeah. yeah, dad would check it out. Uh, yeah. yep. All right, all right, Dean. <laughs> we got a nice rock music car scene. Yeah, rock music plays. Nice, nice car. <laughs> um, I thought this this shot of the, the you know the rock music plays the shot of the car driving. We have this aerial overhead shot of somewhere very sunny and definitely not Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. That is California. <laughs> That's, That's where you guys film. That, that is not Iowa. They're like, oh, it's November. Everyone is wearing shorts and it's blue out. Now, oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to decipher my notes on this one because I, I didn't have any context. You know, we have this nice you know, aerial shot of definitely California and not Iowa. And then the, the boys roll up in their, uh, their muscle car to a frat house. house. Yep. With, with, you know, frat boys doing frat boy things on the lawn. Yep. Um, <laughs> guys fixing a car being guys fixing a car. And which, oh, yeah. and my note uh, for lol banana guy. Yes! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was like, why is he, he was leaning over getting real, like, dirty in the car with the oil. And he's just leaning over holding a banana in one hand and a screwdriver in the other. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I said fixing car while eating banana? Don't do that. No. The, probably shouldn't do that. The, you could ingest. That sort of motor oil, oil. gasoline, those are carcinogens. That's bad. Don't do that. Wash your hands first. <laughs> yeah, aren't... Well, they are frat boys. Yeah. And we're, we're getting, like, this This is this is some adult's idea of what college is. And, yeah. But I mean, frat boys... I okay, don't know. you haven't been to I college. I haven't been to college. You've not met you've not met actual frat boys. From what I recall, did you did you have frats? We didn't have Greek life in the college, but uh a lot of colleges around us did, like NYU, uh Stevens University in Hoboken, maybe Hunter, I'm not sure. There were a couple that um that definitely did. So it was like we're going to Hoboken for a frat party. And, uh, I actually never went to any. So, that well, actually, I went to, <laughs> that's a lie. I went to a frat house before a frat ceremony that I was, uh, like, I went as this guy's date and my friend was going as this other guy's date and we were all friends. So I got to see a weird frat, like, like, like dance, okay. ceremony, yeah. mixer, celebration, end of the year celebration thing at like a banquet hall, open bar. That was nice, but uh I was just sitting there making fun of the whole ceremony thing. They right. were reading from an old old book in like Latin and <laughs> <laughs> and like Doing weird ritual things with candles. And... Were, were they like nicely dressed? Oh yeah, everybody was. It yeah. was it was like uh, suits and dresses. Right, right. So very formal. Greek life was pretty big um, where when where I went to school um, because there wasn't a whole lot else to do. Right. Um, it was college, very small college town. The town around like that, and then nothing. It was just fields. <laughs> um, 
there really wasn't anything to do. So Greek Greek life was pretty big. I re- I'm not a party person. Really didn't go to any didn't didn't get invited to any parties. Didn't, yeah, that was basically why I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't really go to any parties. The only but I knew people who did, and I remember you know rush time. You know when the sororities and fraternities would be would start recruiting, mm-hmm. and pe- remember seeing people getting ready to and then going to these events, and they were always very nicely dressed, like suits and and like cocktail dresses, and nice. it was it was always like 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 a almost formal affair go going out to like the official things and then they'd come back absolutely trashed but mm-hmm. yeah like um so so it was always like like you know you get dressed up to go to these things and then there was the, like the other weird frat and sorority things where they would wear like their you know their greek life merch right so like the sweatshirts and stuff to go do things the only frat thing i went to was kind of by accident I, I ended up there mm-hmm. um, We as we were visiting a couple different, like, house party type things. Like, like a, gr- a group of us were kind of going around. And um, mostly just, like, poking our... Like, we did, weren't even really party. We were mostly just poking our heads in to say, like, hey, year's ending. It's nice to see you. See you later. And there was a, uh, like, a local band playing at one of the frat houses oh. in a, like, a garage out back of the house. So we showed up to this concert and it was a great concert it was a lot of fun and with with people who were there for the concert and people who are there for the frat and they were very different we were all in like partying clothes like mm-hmm. not not fancy we were in like we're like we like we're ready to get trash clothes yeah and then the frat people were like dressed up <laughs> wow so it was a very weird mixed mixed crowd um the frat that was host- hosting the because there was some frat event, so like the band was there to play at the frat event or something, and then a whole bunch of other people showed up. <laughs> but we didn't have like like I never really saw like you know like doing a cake stand or mm. I never I don't I don't know if any of that happened at my school. Maybe it might have. I wasn't invited to those parties. No, I didn't know those people. I was invited to a foam party once. A what foam party? Foam. Where apparently... I was so scared I didn't go because apparently it's where you fill an apartment with, like, soap bubbles. <sighs> that, that makes me uncomfortable. That sounds like And people, people just walk through it. And at least this was my understanding. that It was, like, <laughs> foam everywhere. I thought when I heard foam, I was like, foam, I, foam, thumbs? <laughs> no, like like foam fingers. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just a sporting. Wait, not that's, yeah. that's, that's just a sporting event. No, I was thinking, and then you said something, and I was like, so they line the walls with foam, and like, and, and is it like like a padded cell? Like you just like, yeah. just like bounce into them? Yeah. No, you you fill an apartment with, with soap bubbles. I think. Like, there are foam machines that you can make. I don't know. L- listener, write in and tell us, what is, what is a <laughs> What's foam What's a foam party? party? Because neither of us, I've never been invited, and Patricia was too scared to go. I think <laughs> it really should have been that they lined all of the walls and ceiling with foam, and then they throw foam blocks at each other. Like, okay. like, okay. um, like the foam blocks that we'd use in gym class. Okay. And for, that for could gymnastics. still be fun. That, that would that, still be that something still be fun. that I, I, would do. And I am confused guns. as to the goal of this event. I know. It was... You fill an apartment with soap bubbles. And then I guess then everybody feels out? like they need to take their clothes off. I don't know. Oh! <laughs> that 
makes more sense. <laughs> also very messy and sticky? Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. But that, but makes, that more, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Maybe clean. <laughs> Maybe everyone's trying to yeah. get clean. No. <laughs> all sudsy and... That sounds very messy. Yeah. I also... Very quick story. I went to a fake frat party where, from NYU, it was just this, these guys, like four guys in their apartment, and they were... <laughs> Three out of four of them were NYU jazz musician students. <laughs> and they made a fake frat together in their apartment. And it was like they had like posters with their faces on it. They had, <laughs> they had an oath that they wrote and posted on the wall. That's like really this is, funny. this is, these are the rules of our frat. And they had, they put out this invite and a friend of mine had a Tinder date with a guy that she didn't know and she didn't feel comfortable going alone. So she was like, can I bring my friends? And he's like, yeah, it's a party. So it was a couple of us and this this girl and this Tinder guy that none of us knew. Mm-hmm. He vaguely knew one guy at the party. So we all get there and I'm like, I don't know any of you. I barely know the friends I came with. It's like the second week of school. Like, I'm making new friends and figuring out what parties are. And the second week of school, you showed up to a fake, fake frat, frat party. I was told hosted, this is a frat party. Hosted by jazz musicians. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they they were playing, like, live music great. in their apartment, and it was great. great. And this is not a frat party. This is their excuse for a concert. Yeah. Yeah. And so by the end of it, it was just me and my friends and these guys like, everybody else left early. Oh. And we were all just still partying, and it was really fun. Well, and I'm glad you had a good time with the, with the with jazz, the jazz musicians. <laughs> and the one random guy who wasn't, who didn't even go to NYU. He was oh. like an older adult man. Oh. <laughs> Not like older, older, but, but he was like an adult. Yeah. Just who's going to frat parties. Who, no, who, who, who just is in this apartment with his yeah, three roommates three who are okay. NYU frat student who are NYU jazz musicians. We've got to get back to our yeah. frat. Mm-hmm. Speaking of frats. Frat boys. We're, we're at the frat. They're like, uh, Sam and Dean come up and they're like, we're your frat brothers from Ohio. We transferred and we're looking for a place to stay. So they just walk into the house. Which, <laughs> from what I, from what I understand about frats, this yes. is not, that's not how that works. Oh, no. okay. But, um, because, they don't just have rooms available. No. Oh. Uh, you pay rent. Oh. Like, either for, like, you know, you rent out a room in the house, mm-hmm. and they have a limited amount of space. Mm. Yeah, because it's a house. Because it's a house. It's not just... And it's already a big enough frat. Like, they're... Yeah. Um, I thought... I mean, I guess I did understand that they had to collectively pay rent together for the apartment or house. Isn't that, like, do they usually have, like, an actual house? Yeah, Yeah, like, it's it's turned into a bunch of bedrooms for all the people who live there. Yeah, it's usually, like, a real big house divided into, like, small suites or bedrooms with a communal living area. And usually you rent the house either from, like, a landlord or from, like, the organization owns the house. Right. And you rent a room there. You're not just given a room. (laughs) See, I don't really know that much about frats. They I don't either, really. But they from can't. what I understand, this is not exactly how it works. Yeah, yeah. you can't just walk up and say, hey. Hey, but we're your brothers from Ohio. But if this is how this works for some fraternity, like the really big right. national ones, maybe. Maybe. 
if this is how it works, um, one of their better cover stories. Mm-hmm. Difficult to verify. Yep. They're, so, they could be college age. They look college age. Certainly Sam does. Yeah. So plausible. And in the, this age of, you know, early internet stuff, very difficult for anyone to actually, actually check. Right. Um, and, you know, uncover that they're lying. Mm-hmm. So one of the there are no Winchesters in our frat. <laughs> <laughs> so and you know rolling up in you know t-shirts and jackets and whatever. Yeah, much more plausible than rolling up like that and like we are federal officers. Yeah. Like no, you're not. No, you're, you're not. a baby. Yeah, it's like I'm a little young for federal. Federal. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a little young yeah, to be federal officers? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, we, we are. are. So yeah, they find, uh, they walk in the house and they find this kid painting his whole torso. <laughs> <laughs> and people, I think, I think well, people, people do that for yeah, sporting do, events. People do that for sporting events. I don't... I, it took me a few seconds to figure out I, that's what it was, though. I, I was like, he why? He painting himself blue. Why? <laughs> My first thought was, oh, this is some weird frat thing. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are sporting... You do this for sporting events. I never saw this at my school in, in, <laughs> no. col- in college. No. I saw people who did it in high school. Yeah, yeah, we would paint people. We, we, you paint, you paint people, you paint the 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 boys for the homecoming game, the yeah. only game we we cared about. We did it for a basketball game once that I went to. It was like senior night. Yeah, I like never, everybody. I never, that's something else. That's something else. I never really participated in. Went to any of the sporting events. I think I was I was there because I'd already had practice, and I was like, I'm just gonna stay. Yeah. And, and, like, those are the sorts of things you go to if you have friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we see our, our bro painting his torso. <laughs> purple. And <laughs> purple. And uh, Sam Dean are like, we're your new roommates. <laughs> and they're just, like, making themselves at home. Yep. And the kid's like, can you get my back? Big game today. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, uh, yes. oh, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that makes more sense. Dean makes Sam do it. He yeah. goes, yeah, yep, you got this, bud. So, and then they start, as is usual, they start grilling uh-huh. the guy who's probably traumatized. Well done with your social skills, Dean. He goes, he's like, they're saying some psycho with a knife. Maybe a drifter passing through. <laughs> he, he goes on to say, Rich was a good guy. I was like, oh, it's, you're one of these guys. Yeah. 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 And he's like, and he was with... <laughs> Lori Sorensen. They're like, who? He's like, freshman, local, super, super hot. hot. Super- you get this, a reverend's daughter. daughter. Oh, this guy's a creeper, too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's like, oh, it's one of these frats. Yeah. You're all creepers. Yep. All of you are creepers. All of you are predators. This is a, you got, this is a freshman. She's, yep. She's just turned 18, probably. Like, so she's legal. <laughs> like, gross, gross. Gross. Stop it. Stop Sam right and Rich was a good guy. Gross. Gross. It's like, well, first of all, Rich, Rich was a good guy. I don't miss him. The ghost got him. Good yeah. for ghost. Yep. Good Good for ghost. <laughs> good for ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam and Dean are like, mm, which church? So we get, uh, next scene is a church sermon. Generically Christian. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love how his name is Murph. Murph. Oh, yeah. Murph. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Murph. <laughs> And, you know, and he's given this, you know, like a generic sermon type mm-hmm. thing where he's talking about the, <laughs> he's talking about Rich. He's like, I think she, he died trying to protect my daughter. No. Like, sir, he was it's, trash. Yeah, he was, he died after groping her. It was, he was gross. He was gross. Um, we oh, get our, we, then we get, you know, a little funny Sam Dean moment. Slam the door. Dean's look over his shoulder and like, like. Are you kidding? <laughs> Lori looks at them for a while. She just turns around and stares at them. She's 
stares at like, them. Like, for a minute or two. She just turns around and looks at them. And, like, makes eye contact with Sam specifically. And he gives this kind of, like, like sad little smile. Mm-hmm. And, and mm, sorry your boyfriend died. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. And she just, like, stares at him. Yeah. Long time. The church gets out. Lori's friend asks her to come over to do shots and watch reality bites. Also, but before we okay. get to there, like, while, like, she's turned around staring at them and making eye contact with Sam, the sheriff also turns around to stare at them. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, we see, we see the sheriff turn and look at them. Yeah. Here. And, and I was like, oh, sheriff, sheriff spotted them. He's like, he's like, these guys are suspicious. Yep. <laughs> when, when everyone's praying, Sam, Nudges Dean. Oh, yeah. He's like, Put, your Put your head down. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> praying. Praying, praying, praying. <laughs> yeah, and then we have our, our supportive party friend uh, trying to get her introverted friend fucked up yep. <laughs> instead of having dinner with her family. Yeah, she's like, my dad makes dinner on Sundays, but I'll try. And they hug. And th- this scene, I'm like, and again, I'm getting very written by a man vibes yep. from this. And at, at this point, I was like, and I am worried for this friend. She is a woman of color. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she is she she is, we've now, this Party is the, the second time we've seen her. So she's important enough to the episode to be a a one-off woman that they kill. Yeah. Yes. To, in order to further the plot. I made this note here. <laughs> she she is both a woman of color, yep. which in this show is da- is a dangerous thing to be. Just to be a person of color. Yeah. A person of color on the show. A woman of color. She is a friend of one of the main characters of the episode. She like she she is in danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um red flag. Get out of there. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> so, I, it was at this point, I'm like, I am concerned about this this young woman. Yeah. Sam and Dean introduce themselves to Lori. And here come our very large boys. Yep. Yeah. Very large boy men introducing themselves. And standing very close. <laughs> Lori, in turn, introduces them to her dad, uh, who says, it's, it's so nice to find young people who are open to the Lord's message. Like, um, yeah. Dean, like, takes the reverend mm-hmm. with him and goes to chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smooth Dean separating him from his daughter, so Sam who can get the real info. Yeah, and, and has already had sort of like that weird that trauma weird connection. Yeah. <laughs> um and trauma bonding. Yep. They zing. <laughs> yeah, so Sam takes Lori uh and asks, What are the police saying? <laughs> like, well, they don't have a lot to go on. I think they blame me for that. He's like, Why? <laughs> she- Why? <laughs> She's like, I was so scared, I guess I was seeing things. And he's like, well, that doesn't mean it wasn't real. Yeah. It's like, yeah, hey, like, I, 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 if you want to tell me something, I believe you. I believe you. And we're in the library. Yep. If you, uh, walk and talk. We will walk and talk. Yes. Uh-huh. And she's like, do you believe her? He's like, yeah, oh, so you believe her? Yeah, I think she's hot, too. Yeah. Uh, Dean! Blah, Dean! Blah, blah. Dean! She is 18. Yep. Mm-hmm. You are 26. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit young for you. Yeah. She's a little bit young for you. You are an adult Even man. Even she technically is legal, that is still predatory Sir. behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dean, that's kind of gross. You are an adult man past undergrad age. Yep. She is a freshman in college. She's just out of high school. Yeah. Think of her as, yeah, that's, think of her as a, just that in high school. That, Dean? No. Nope. Nope. No. Dean, nope. no. Bad. Bad Dean. <laughs> bad, bad Dean. Bad Dean, bad. Let's hit the corner. Again, feeling very written by a man, and we've and we've got to, the, like this is our we're, we are establishing that Dean is horny all the time. Yep, he is horny all the we time. We get more evidence of that later. 
Yeah. Because they sit down, and um, the a librarian lady comes up to them with a bunch of boxes of, like, information and stuff. She's like, okay, is that all you need and stuff? They're like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then as she walks away, Dean just... Not even trying to be subtle, like, leans over in his chair and, like, completely looks behind him and just watches her walk away. It's like, man, Dean. Yeah, Dean. I think that's that was my note. There he is. It's the horn dog. Yeah. <laughs> so we get our, you know, it's the hook man, the urban legend, da, da, da. And we're going to get arrest records going back to 1851. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dusty. <laughs> dusty, dusty. <laughs> Dean in this scene is acting like he's never seen books before. It's yeah. very weird. And, and Sam's like, ha-ha, welcome to higher education. Like, Dean knows how to research. Yeah. Dean's been doing this for a long time. Like, books. <laughs> and, Sam, and, Sam, and Sam's like, yeah, we gotta do research. Like, Dean's constantly doing research. He knows how to do research. He's been in the library before. He's like, book? Dean's a smart person. Sorry. Me not no book. It's they're, It's like they're, in this episode, they're just really trying to set up, Sam is the smart one. He went to college. Right. Dean's Dean. got the street smarts and he Dean's doesn't have time for books. Tough. Dean's so smart and he does research all the time. Stop. So, so we get words? the lore. Yep. 1862, a preacher named Jacob Carnes was arrested for murder. He was angry about the red light district in their town and killed 13 prostitutes. Some were found in their beds, others found suspended upside down in trees. Wow. The preacher lost his hand in an accident and replaced it with a hook. <laughs> and all these happened, uh, some of these happened on Nine Mile Road. It's like, ah, uh, well, this, oh, this, this all this makes, makes sense. sense. Um, and Dean goes, Nice job, Dr. Venkman. Pop culture. Pop culture. Pop culture. Dean understands and relates to things through pop culture. Yep. A couple things about this, this, this whole, like, you know, fleshing out of, like, like writing in this part, like, writing in the lore for this part of the world. Again, feels very written by a man. This whole episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, which, like, now that we're, this is the same guy who wrote Skin. Right. I see the connection. Yeah. The, sexual nature of the torture right yeah in the last episode the way that those scenes are like like the very male gazeness of like like not even like the sexual assault uh, uh, in the last episode just the the very the male gazeness of yeah. of the torture scenes mm-hmm. and now this like ah yes this is written by the same guy yeah last episode had some great stuff for dean to do mm-hmm. yeah Great stuff for, like, some great, you know, things for, for Jensen to act to. The, the, everything underneath that. Yeah. It's very horror movie that only, it's just complete brutalization of women. Yeah. Uh, and we're like, the, the, that's the, the horror. We've, the yeah, horror we've, we've, we've had, sexually assaulted. Yeah, we've, we've had two back to back episodes now about the brutalization of women and written by the same guy. But by this point, I'm like, ah, yes, I, now I see the connection in, in the authorship. And it's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. And sexual assault in both episodes. So that's, that's cool. Except in this one, it didn't seem like it was really made to be. Like, it didn't seem like... Self-aware. Yeah. That it was sexual assault. It no. was more like, Ugh, come on, stop. And he's like, no, it's, it's okay. Looking at it now, it's, just, yeah, it's no, so it's, creepy. But... There's a definite creepy vibe to, like, like undercurrent to both of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Which... I think wasn't so gratuitous and served the horror of the last episode. Yes. yes. 
the last episode, like, I think, and I think I said a number of times last episode, felt right out of, like, Law & Order SVU or Criminal Minds, which a lot of that is gratuitous, but that's the nature of that show. Right. Because it's all about sexual assault victims. right? Right. And, but, and because we haven't really had much of that so far, it served the, the style of horror they were going for, um, but was not, it didn't, sexual violence is often leaned on in like a lazy way to get like a heightened sense of horror. And it didn't feel like that's what they were doing last episode necessarily. It was more of like an undercurrent and it wasn't overtly gratuitous. But there is a, the same through line through both of these episodes. And in this one, it feels out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like ah, this is just this author being gross. Being a little creepy. Being yeah. creepy. So Lori and her dad are in their car at the sorority house. They're parked. Um, she's like, oh, b- before, before we got there, I had one more thing I wanted to say about the library scene. Mm-hmm. I just, just a, um, the prop uh, old paper records with, right. the, with the sketch of the hook hand. I just thought it was a really cool prop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sketch was good. The artist they got for that? Very nice. Yeah. I always really love those details. Um, especially, like, that type of, like, kind of tea stain paper with, yeah. like, the fancy yeah, like writing. And I, I tried, like, I like props. Mm-hmm. And when we can play D&D together at the table, I like giving you guys props. Yes. I got the hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At our, at our Halloween game, uh, I had a magical item. I, I, so I had, insistent. I had the hook hand at our, and at I our didn't, Halloween I game. I didn't even make the connection. Cause I was like, well, yeah, I, I had, got it. I had to explain the meme to you. Well, no, no, no. I was just talking about, I knew that at Spirit Halloween, we bought a hook hand. In the game, there was a hook hand. I didn't you make didn't the connection at all. And then I was like, well, this is really interesting. I just want to know. I want to pick it up. And you're like, do you hold it in your hand? And I'm like, yes. Do you, do you, do you put, put it, it on, on your hand? I'm like, yeah, which, it's cool. Which hand? <laughs> <laughs> and it's now part of your hand. It's a cursed item. <laughs> it drips blood. And if you're not paying attention, it is drawn to uh, Tapping, the, the, near, the nearest surface. Your hand will be drawn to it to scratch and tap at it. So you have disadvantage on stealth, che- stealth checks, but advantage on intimidation, intimidation. checks. <laughs> Did I try to intimidate, like, the god that we were trying to fight? No, I don't I don't okay. think he did. That would have been really funny if I But I made in. you wear, wear the, the hook hand for the rest of the game. Yeah. You had to, you had to use your, your other hand for everything, like dice rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love that stupid magic item. Bo Burnham hysterical laugh. <laughs> little so, side, little little aside. Mm-hmm. I just made a map of a dungeon. You made your first dungeon. I made map. my first dungeon map. <laughs> when are you going to run us through it? I don't know. Run us through the map. I'm going to need a lot. What level of? Uh, wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We have so much wrapping paper. I'm gonna say four or six because I think I made it too hard. <laughs> sure. Um, we'll, I'll, I have multiple we six have, level characters, or I could make so a new character. Okay. Run us through the game! We, Dungeon Crawl! Yeah, we have so It's not a meat grinder, but it's, it's hard. Yes! <laughs> it's gonna be yes. too hard. Yes! <laughs> I'll, I'll bring my stupid character that's not, that's not good at Dungeon Crawls. Okay! <laughs> hey, uh, hot tip for anybody who, plays D&D. The back of most wrapping paper these days has a one-inch grid on it to help you cut and measure for wrapping paper. 
that's also good for your one-inch grid for D&D maps. Yeah. And you can get it on sale. It's really cheap and cheaper than most of, like, the battle maps, pre-made battle maps or, um, uh, like, the D&D map paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, back in the sorority house, at the sorority house, mm-hmm. yeah, in the car. Lori's like, I know this is your first time really living alone since mom died. Get some good tragic backstory. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's not that. I just worry about you. And some good helicopter dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, there are 22 girls in that house. I'm perfectly safe. He's like, that's what I'm worried about. And I was like, he's like, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I know what goes on in there. What, what, what do you think goes, goes on in there? in there? I was like... It was, it was a weird, weird way to say that, but then, then he's does, like, does the drinking and the, oh, and the, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, does he think mean, orgies are happening? Does he think his daughter's a lesbian? Maybe? La, la dollar bean? La dollar bean? La dollar bean? <laughs> are sororities usually full of lesbians or no? Not in my experience. Not in my experience. There huh. might be a couple who are oh, like there's really a lot of, it's on a lot the of, fence about where they are. It's a I've, I, the ones I've seen are a lot of straight girls. Yeah, that's weird. It is very weird. I well, it's like that's like... who gravitates toward the culture of a sorority. <laughs> that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great Valley Girl voice. Thank you. That's... <laughs> I say as someone who's never heard a real Valley Girl accent <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Lori's, Lori's like, Dad, I'm over 18. I can ha- live my own life. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, which means drinking and partying with that roommate. That roommate that of yours. That roommate of yours. Racist question mark? Yeah. yeah that was like, like, little racist. Like, is, this guy sounds racist. Yeah. Cool. Great. 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 Racist priest. Great. 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 And she's like, I'm an adult. I can take care of myself. Good night. It's like, don't get up. So she's walking up the stairs to her room, sees a scrape on the wall. Yeah. And is like, that's fine. fine. She saw the car, right? When she got out of the car. Right. She She saw saw the car. She would have, she may not have seen the signs, but she saw the car. Which had, which had the the scrape scrape along the side. So, and you'd think that she'd still be traumatized enough to make a connection there. Unless she's like, just well, she's co- so dumb. No, yeah. <laughs> dumb or just comes completely repressed it right yeah. at this point, and is just not dealing. with I it. I feel like she's completely convinced herself that she was just seeing things, and she probably forgot about it, like because of the trauma. And I mean, at this point, everyone has told her that that she's she's, 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 crazy, she's crazy because the, her attacker was invisible. So she checks on her roommate. Are you awake? No. Okay. It was, it was at this point that I was pretty sure that Taylor was dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think she's not only not awake, she's not here anymore. <laughs> I was, but we do see her stir in her sleep, and I was like, oh, oh okay, she's okay. safe she, for now. She's not dead yet. She's going to die in the next five minutes. Yep. <laughs> I, I am 100% sure she's going to die in the next five minutes. Yeah. But then we get to see the, the scene switches, and again, with the nighttime investigation boys. Yeah, they're on Nine Mile Road, going through their trunk. Uh, here you go. Hands Sam a rifle. And he's like, if it's a spirit, buckshot won't work. Dean in the first episode just shooting, shooting a ghost. A ghost. <laughs> and uh, he's like, here, some rock salt. Spirit deterrent. Doesn't kill them, but it slows them down. And he's like, pretty good. Did Dad think of this? So first first uh, appearance of salt in like a... Yeah, in a this, in a parent way that's brought up through dialogue. And, and this is some world building. This is something Dean and their dad developed together 
shotgun shells full of rock salt, specifically for hunting and dealing with incorporeal things like ghosts. Dean's smart. Dean's smart. <laughs> so so they're like rustling into bushes and they just start waving their guns around. Yeah. Gun. Sam Cox's gun. We see don't, a, ghosts don't make footprints. <laughs> yeah. We see a POV from the bushes and it's like, oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And a cop with a gun. <gasps> yeah. This is the sheriff from the, the church. The sheriff from the church. He's like, put your hands on. Put your hands on. Get on your knees. On your bellies. <laughs> He's like, Man, like, oh, shit, dog, shit, shit, dog, both shit. Of them, Dean's like, both of them? He had the gun. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Dean says, hey, Cap, yeah. Dean, read a room. Yeah. He's got a gun trained on you, you idiot. It's like when his head is being pushed down on the car... Like, of the hood, he's like, oh, you could have just told me. <laughs> and they're like, dude, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Dean. Dean says a cab. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Switch back. We're back in Lori and Taylor's bedroom. <sighs> Lori's getting ready for bed. She leaves both doors open, both the door to the hall and the bathroom. What kind of psychopath? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? We we do see Taylor stir in her sleep seat here, so she, we're like, okay, she's alive for the next 30 seconds. And we see a figure behind the that open door. It was got me. It was, it was creepy. creepy. That actually hey, kind of got that me. That was actually creepy. I, Good job. It's like one of those, I was looking around and I was like, oh, and it was like a shiver. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, mm. It was actually pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. That was good. That also, was a good little spook. Last night. I was watching Mark play three scary games that I hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. That was, like, one of the older ones. And, God, there was such a cheap jump scare. But it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it made me jump and be like, oh, God! And I made that sound. And I had my hands up like in, like, <laughs> like, 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 wow, karate! Karate did you karate? And I, then I waved my finger and I go, oh, no! No, no, no! No, 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 no! You got me! You got me! <laughs> it, it scared Mark as well. He was, like, because it was out of the darkness, and it just, and it's like, because you're walking down in a dark hallway, and it's like, yeah. To be clear, this wasn't a jump scare. This was a, you may have missed it if you watched Uh the episode. If you were looking down, if you weren't. Paying attention. It was, it was just a, uh, a, a an extended shot because she walks off off uh-huh. screen going into the bathroom and the shot stays mm-hmm. on the the two open sha- doors the two open doors which kind of come to a point in the corner and yeah. and the shadowy space between them. And depending on the lighting, and you you I realize could... there's a shape there. Yeah, yeah. there's you a could, a hat. You could kind of make out sort of the shape of a face, and I was like, <laughs> you, you can see the hat. A little bit. The side of face. The side of face. I think you can see the hook. Yes. I think so, too. Just just the lightest reflection off of it. Uh-huh. Just standing there motionless. Like, as you realize, like, you're not just seeing a nothing shot of... Right, you're like, why are we lingering here? We're lingering. And, 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 we're, and, and we're looking at the open doors. That's weird. This this girl's crazy. She leaves the doors leaves open. Leaves the doors open. That's so, that's so weird. Open do- oh, oh, there's a creepy shadow figure in between the door. I was pretty spooky. Yeah. That was good. I liked that. It's morning. It's morning. Lori <laughs> rolls we, over. And we hear She's dripping. Like, oh. Drip, 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 drip. And I said, oh no, Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Yeah. It's Taylor. She's dead. The Taylor blood is, dead. Uh, the bed is soaked in blood. It's dripping onto the floor. Her eyes are open. Lori's screaming. And uh, there's a message on the wall yeah. that reads, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? With a weird little symbol I that's like a plus that. sign with four little plus signs 
in the corners like of the a plus cross? sign, yeah. kind of like a cross <laughs> with it's a plus like, sign, like a, like, a cross. A, like a cross, but with a bunch of other little crosses. A cross where? A cr- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line from Arrested Development when Jason Bateman, whoever he plays, yeah, he was like, you know. It's a cross, and she, she was like, "I found his little T," because she. <laughs> and he's like, "It's a cross," and she's like, "A cross where?" And he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, but yeah, I immediately recognized that because I was I had paused it to look at the art, and I was like, "That's some really cool art," and I was like, "Yeah!" From from the pr- cool prop at the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that's the same symbol on his cross. On the hook. His hook. On his hook. <laughs> <laughs> the cross is on the hook. Yeah. So the boys, uh, we see them the next morning getting out of the county jail. (laughs) At the sheriff's house. (laughs) And Dean says, I am Matlock. Another pop culture reference. He's a nerd. Yep. Um, Saved your ass. (laughs) They, uh, again, this is, I think, one of their better covers. They're like, we're we're in in the frat hazing. Yep. Um, Said you were dumb pledge when we were hazing you. Hunting ghosts that, uh, and, um, that's, and that spirits are upheld by rock salt. He's like, I told him everything. He believed you? Well, you look like a dumbass pledge. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, one of their better covers. Um, but they're, you know, like, ho, 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 it doesn't last for long as the like, sirens and cops start pouring out mm-hmm. of the building. And they book it to I, the cars. I thought at first that they were chasing them. And, and then the looks on their faces, they're like, oh, oh, um, oh, um, oh. um, And the looks on the cops' us? faces, the way that they were kind of running towards them, it was just, Flintlock! <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> um, then we get to see Lori sitting in the back of an ambulance with a blanket. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, the second murder she's been connected to. Yeah, the boys drive by, look to Lori, and back. Super sketchy, yeah. slow Super. drive by where they make long eye contact with her as they drive by. And he didn't even do, like, a sympathetic, oh, sorry, smile. No, just, just, just like, look in, look in, like we're, Suspicious. So, yeah, the police are, like, or I think, is it the sheriff? I think it's the sheriff. He's like, Reverend, she's been connected to two murders. I can't ignore that. And he's like, arrest her now, or I'm taking her home. And he's like, fine, like, take her home. So as Reverend takes Lori home. Questioning later. Yeah. yeah. So the boys park and sneak behind the house. Yeah. Like, you guys just got out of jail. Yeah. And now you're sneaking, sneaking into around. an active crime scene. You guys! And here we have more super horny and super gross Dean. He goes, dude, sorority girls think they'll think, think we'll see him naked, a naked pillow fight. Like, what an idiot! <laughs> so dumb. Dean, uh... gross. We've established at least one of the sorority girls is a freshman. Yeah, which that's something else. Uh, so frats and sororities don't generally accept freshmen until the second semester. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Just, they're, they're, because there are at least at least at my school. There are, um, you do have to keep up a certain standard of academics. Right. To be part of most school organizations. Yeah. Um, so you have to have proof of your academic. Right. You, you, right. Yeah. Um, you have to have like one, one semester under your belt before you can start pledging. Gen, generally speaking. At, at least at the school, the school I went to. So I, again, I don't know when, they haven't nailed down in time when this is happening. It aired in October. 
Right, but, but uh, we were in March yeah. during one of the last ones, or... Oh, it's the future. <laughs> we were in December. December during one of the last during ones. During Skin. It was just... Uh, skin was, ha- was happening in December. Wait, what? Right. So this this could be the spring semester. So right. this this could be... Came back after winter break. Yeah. Sam is already climbing up. They climb the house. Dean's behind him. We they some, sneak through the window into some, the crime scene. Yeah, we get some Assassin's Creed nonsense with this. Yeah. Um, they just miss an off- officer as he, like, yeah. is walking down the stairs from the crime scene. Hey, try and be quiet. Me be quiet? You be quiet. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind Goofy of... brother nonsense. Yeah. It's like when people are shushing and they're way louder than just people shh, normally shh, think. No, you'll shush. You shush me. I'll shush you. <laughs> They see the writing on the wall. They're like, it's just like the legend. And Dean says, it's definitely a spirit, and taps his nose. Sam's like, yeah, I've never smelled ozone this strong before. I think that's the first time we've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Again, we're establishing some world building with, like, what we can expect from ghosts. What does ozone smell like? Have you ever smelled burning electronics? Yes. It's kind of like that. Kind of like that. It's it's an ionization in the atmosphere. Because my brain said... Ozone, isn't that's what up in, isn't that's what's in the sky? It is. Yeah, there's the ozone layer. I was like, how can how it's, can that be a thing down here? It's the smell. <laughs> it's the smell of electricity, burning like smell. Does it smell like burning hair? No, no, no. I like this. Uh, burning electronics hair. is the closest I think I can describe. Yeah. Don't you hate it? Like so, so use go down and use the old, uh, not dad's new, dr- not dad's new drill, the old Black and Decker. Yeah, like run run that motor for a minute, and then and then smell the smell the motor, and it the, <laughs> <laughs> things we've all done it's, before. It's you don't have to get your face that close to it. It smells like burning electronics, which is why I got him a new drill. <laughs> So as they're looking at the writing on the wall, they notice the symbol, and they connect that it's the same as the symbol on the drawing of the hook hand that we saw in that uh, that prop earlier. Mm-hmm. So they're like, seems like the spirit of Jacob Carnes, maybe. And Dean's like, so let's dig him up, salt and burn. It's, <laughs> and, we, we have procedure? Yep. Let's go do it. Yep. And Sam was Sam goes, he was buried in an unmarked grave. Like, mm. no... Never that yep, easy. Nope. And Dean's like, I think Laurie has something to do with this. <laughs> He's a little dun, dun, friend. Dun. For for this scene, it's like, oh, uh, I guess they just made it back outside without being spotted. Yeah, yeah right. Like, like they I just. Guess, I guess we're fine. Um, but he he calls Lori Sam's little friend, friend. Lori. Scene changed. Dance music plates. <laughs> Mid two thousands dance music. I don't know why they have this scene here. No. There is no reason for them to be having this conversation at a college party. In the frat party. Yeah. Why aren't they having this at either the library or in the car on their way to somewhere else? Why are they having this conversation about ghosts in you the know. college party where it's too loud to hear anything? And yeah. you, this is you not a place weird. to talk about things. You look weird holding, like, a giant map, kind of. Yeah. They're, they're, and being like, no look, I found this in the library, and here it is at this party. No one's <laughs> asking them, like, what they're doing. It's, they're, the party, there's a party happening around them, and they're doing ghost stuff. I don't know why they had this scene, except for Dean to be like, hey, this college thing is awesome. We're yeah. at a party. Yeah. He's like, you're hol- you've been holding out on me. This college thing is awesome. And he's like, this wasn't really my experience. <laughs> I mostly was here, was at college for school. Yeah. I, other other than to get this, that weird little exchange in there, I don't know why, why we had this party. scene. Yeah, and then for Dean to be like, well, I guess I'll go try to find his grave. And then he sees a 
just a random girl looking at him, and he's like, man, I wish I was just supposed to stay here. He's like, damn, I'm horny. <laughs> so yeah, we learn some background stuff. Uh, in 1932, a clergyman was arrested for murder. 1967, a seminarian was held in a hippie rampage, which I don't really understand. I don't, he, I don't know what that <laughs> Sam is. Sam says, there's a pattern here. So, <laughs> like, I, oh, tr- I, yes. tr- I trust you, Sam. <laughs> so our suspect is a man of religion openly preaching against immorality. And they're like, hey, Lori's dad. <laughs> they're reality. They're like, is he summoning the spirit? Maybe. Or maybe he's trying to save his only daughter. Maybe it's like a poltergeist like, yeah. the spirit latched onto the reverend's repressed emotions and feeds off of them without, without the reverend him. knowing it. And uh, either way, keep an eye on Lori tonight. Right. Yeah, she, she's been connected to two, two deaths already. Like, we should keep an eye on her and make sure she's okay. Uh-huh. While one of us goes to take care of the body, we should be able to handle this. Yeah, yeah then our, our girl at the pool table looks at Dean. Yeah, and, and Dean, we've established the, the, the kids here are 18 to 22. Yep. Right. You are twenty six. Even if you're on the good end of that spectrum. Even if even if this this chick looking at you was twenty two. Still kind of still weird. still a little still, weird. Still a little weird, dude. We're we're it's still still kind of weird. Maybe wait till she is twenty three and a half. <laughs> Maybe don't hit on college girls when you are an adult man. Yep. Yeah. So we got the Old North Cemetery at night. You gotta go <laughs> dig up bodies at night. Just before that, when when Dean is like. I'm going to go to that unmarked grave. I, I saw his face. He did like a non-verbal son of a bitch in his head. <laughs> yes, he did. Son of a bitch. Yeah, then, we, then he goes to the cemetery. And it's at night, and it's very creepy, and there's rustling. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, he's like oh, 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 keeps going in. And he's got his shovel. He's got his flashlight. Now, they said the grave was unmarked. Yes. This, is this a, has got a marking this is a, on it. This is a marked grave. It's just, instead of words, it's a picture. Yeah. <laughs> That's not an unmarked grave. No. Unmarked grave just means, like, out in the middle of a field somewhere. Yeah. Me- it might mean it doesn't even have a headstone. Yeah. It means it definitely doesn't have a headstone. It means it, there's nothing to mark it. it. You're not supposed to be able to find where the body is. Yeah. Where there, it's not, you're not supposed to be able to return to it to, you know, pay your respects or whatever. That's what an unmarked grave is. This is definitely marked. marked. <laughs> And it was not that hard to find. He just kind of looked around. Oh, there's the symbol. It's like... He was there for, like, what? Five minutes? <laughs> yeah, no, he's just wandering around in the dark and finds it. Finds like, it. It's like, how convenient. That's not an unmarked grave. Okay. When we get, like, some switching back and forth between the scenes, Sam is creeping outside of Lori's house and watching <laughs> her and her father argue through a window. Yeah. And then we cut back to Dean is digging up the grave, and he's very sweaty and very dirty. Yes. Now, I don't... Have either of you ever dug a really big hole in the ground? Uh, I um, would try to at the beach and then get too scared that I would get in it and the sand and would die. cave in and right. I would yeah. die. <laughs> did, did you help out at the garden digging the trench for the water line? No, I only helped for, um, like, rolling sod away and stuff. Okay. But, um... For um, anyone who hasn't actually dug a hole... Oh, yeah. Movie holes. Watch <laughs> movie holes. Read the book. It's a classic. It's, it's hard. hard. It's really hard <laughs> to to up. dig to dig. Then this is this is a grave. So it's this the you know six feet by three feet by six feet down. Yeah, that's a long way down. Yeah. Um, the water line I dug was like three feet down, and it was it was so much digging. 
It was so much digging. Yeah. So how many hours does it take to dig a grave? Dean is Dean is trucking. (laughs) He is. We flash back from a scene. We flash to him, and he's done. Yes, he has dug the whole grave. But how long has Sam been sitting out there? That's funny. (laughs) That's the funny part. Sam's just like, hmm. They're fighting. How long have they been fighting? Yeah, they've been been fighting for eight hours. (laughs) That is not healthy. Poor and or or Dean is uh, is magic. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's incredible. Um, he does have the line, next time I get to, I get to watch the cute girl's house. No, Dean, you don't, no, you don't, because you're creepy. He gets to the coffin and destroys the top. It's like, hello, preacher. <laughs> right yeah. before, before we, uh, Lori comes out. Okay, the, yeah, Sam, Sam gets caught creeping. Yes. He's sitting on the curb, Lori comes out. She's like, I saw you from upstairs. What are you doing? What are you doing, you quirky boy? He's like, I'm keeping an eye on the place. I was worried. (laughs) That's so creepy. So creepy. She's like, about me? Little old me. And he's like, nah, yeah, sorry. She's like, no, it's cool. No, it's not. And and Yeah, she's like, I already called the cops. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like... Yes, that yes. would actually funny. That's how you handle the situation. Also, you don't go outside. No. no. That would have been actually... You call from inside, and you wait for the cops to come and take the boy away. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually have been really funny if she's like, yeah, I already called the cops. And then the detective guy walks out, and he's like... <sighs> <laughs> no, Same. Not, not that I'm, you know, in favor of, of calling the cops yeah. ever for anything. Right. I'm an abolitionist, but, like, if you're going to do, if you're going to call the cops, don't then go outside. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't do that. She's like, I feel like I'm cursed or something. And yeah, Sam's like, she's like, I think you're sweet, which is why you should run away from me as fast as you can. That's kind of spooky. Why does she think he's sweet? Because he because stared he at her. Said because he said hi at church. And he and stared at her for a long time. stared at him On for a long occasions. time. I think she just likes him. She just thinks he's cute. She just thinks he's cute. And so she wants him to be sweet. Yeah. Okay. So she's like... She's vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, she's super vulnerable. He's this strong, big guy who got this, like, soft, nice face. And and less threatening than the other guy who was hanging around with. Yep. And now she sees him supposedly just worried about her. And she wants to take that in the right way, you know, and think, like... Oh, he Maybe he is sweet. Okay. Uh, still creepy. Yeah. He's, still, fuck, be, he's but... still being creepy. But, okay. Yeah. yeah she's, she's, I feel like I'm cursed or something. And he says, I know how, how you, you feel. feel. Which, like, yeah. Okay, so Sam is trauma bonding. Yeah. They are at, and she is vulnerable. More vulnerable than he is. He should not be trauma bonding with her. No. no. Because, like, the, the there's a power imbalance here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam needs to rein it in because she is vulnerable and his trauma bonding is going to let her latch on to him. And that can't happen with this kind of power imbalance. No. So another flash to Dean in the cemetery. He salts the coffin. We see him with lighter fluid, a match. He burns the bones. He looks very satisfied with himself. Was it, was it a match? I think so. Because he usually has a lighter and... I, it looks I, like... It was like a drop. Okay. Because I've so- sometimes he has a lighter and then just throws the whole lighter in. Ah! And then you've lost your lighter. <laughs> it makes no sense either because the lighter wouldn't... Was it like a Zippo? Yeah. Okay. I was like thinking but, of Bic. I'm like, Bic's don't stay I, lit. I know. I know. <laughs> they have that safety off function. But 
I've seen, I, I definitely remember episodes where they turn the lighter on and then they just throw <laughs> the whole lighter in and then you've That's lost a waste your, of a lighter. You lost your lighter. Zippos aren't cheap. No, they're not. So, so I, I did just, I wanted to check to see if anybody else had, had noticed if it was a, a, a match or a lighter. Yeah. That Dean threw in. Yeah. I think it was um, a match. I hope it was a match because <laughs> the, you go through lighters that quickly. That's, that's not cheap. No. And I did. Like, it's not like you have a lot of money. <laughs> no, we've established that multiple times. Um, and just Dean, for some, like, Dean's posing like a model in his very sweaty, dirty t shirt, bathed mm-hmm. in firelight. Just because he's a very pretty young man. <laughs> um, even covered in dirt and sweat. Yep. Let me switch back. Uh, We're with Lori and Sam. Back to Lori. And she's like, no one will talk to me anymore except you. <laughs> red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. The sheriff thinks I'm a suspect. And you know what my dad will say? Pray. Have faith. What does he know about faith? And then Sam's like, I saw you fighting. He's seeing a married woman. Yep. I just found out. She comes to church with her husband. I know her kids. And he talks to me about religion, about morality. And then she hugs him. Yeah, she goes in for, like, an embrace. Pulls away a minute. And kisses him? And they have a... And he kisses back for a few seconds? Yeah, they have a kind of... Like, like, okay, so Sam is... Sam is also... She's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. She's vulnerable and doesn't know where to turn. And there's this strong, cute guy who's listening to her talk. So she kisses him. Okay, sure. She's vulnerable. That... She's got some serious red flags. Yes. Sam is trauma bonding and should know better. Mm-hmm. He, he probably doesn't know better because he's never been to therapy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But there, but should, should recognize the power imbalance because also she's 18. He's 22. Yep. Yeah. Which like, you know, less objectionable, yeah. less yes. extreme, less extreme, but he's preparing to go to law school She's a, she's a freshman, freshman in college. Uh, in freshman in undergrad. He knows, he has more knowledge about the situation in general. He, yep. which, and knows a lot of things she doesn't. He has more information than her. More mm-hmm. experience. He knows what's going on and is lying to her. And then using her vulnerability to trauma bond and feels some connection to work out some of his own shit. No! Sam, No! Bad, bad Sam. <laughs> Don't do that. But he does break it off. Yes. Yes, he pulls away. He's like, Lori, I can't. And she's like, that, that someone you lost? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Dad comes out. Lori, come inside, please. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I said, I said, ew, Dad, I do what I want. Oh, shit, bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Dad gets stabbed by Hookman, pulled backwards into the house, door slams. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, Dad. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Goodbye. <laughs> Sam and Lamar get up. Sam grabs a gun and runs yeah. upstairs. Sam, are you going to explain why you were sitting outside her with house a with a loaded shotgun? He would, He took it out of his bag of weapons. Yeah. He's just like, oh, gotta go. And yep. he grabs. He's just like, like we've just been sitting here kissing. By the way, I, I have a loaded gun. gun. <laughs> and a machete. <laughs> <sighs> and a weird curvy knife. <laughs> <laughs> The door at the end of the hall slams, they bust in, he fires on the hook man twice, and he disappears. Because he's like a spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a gun. Because he's a ghost. <laughs> ghost fight. Ghost fight. <laughs> um, so the, the dad survives the encounter, ends up in the hospital. 
And Sam is giving his very best I am innocent performance to the sheriff. Yes, yeah. yes. We get, we see Steen down the hall just being a yeah. dork. Yep. He's, he's like, hey, brother. Hey, bro. <laughs> he's, he's my brother. He's, he's, my brother. he's my brother. I'm with him. Hello, brother. <laughs> Which is totally not suspicious at all. But I mean, of course, the uh, cop guy, he knows them because... He arrested them. Yeah. So he's um, like, yeah, I guess you can bring the, And he's, he's like, I'm with him. Uh, and he's, just, <laughs> he's just being a dork. And like, then, that's my brother. And then hey, he's brother. There. He gets let... He, <laughs> the cop lets him by and he gives the side eye. Yeah. <laughs> Dean says, hey, Cap. <laughs> so uh, Sam explains that he saw the hook man. And Dean's like, are you sure it was Jacob Carnes? Uh, Sam's like, I think it's latched on to Lori. Last night she found out her uh, her dad was having an affair. She was upset about the immorality of it. Um, so she was, and she was raised to think that if you do bad, you get punished. So maybe he's doing the punishing for her. Rich comes on too strong. Taylor tries to make her into a party girl. Dad has an affair. I don't really understand the Taylor one. Right, like I, I guess it the immorality is about like being like partying while you're that young or like underage she, drinking. I guess we're supposed to think she feels guilty about engaging in the behavior she's been taught is morally reprehensible. Yeah, and the personification of that behavior is her roommate Taylor. Yeah, but her roommate didn't. No, but no, but but it, it, that that connection is shaky at best. But it's like another you know another ghost that doesn't do technicality. Yeah, there's loopholes. Yeah. yeah, ghosts and their loopholes. Ghosts, ghosts and their ghost loopholes. Um, this this is a murder ghost. Any excuse to murder. Mm. Yeah, especially women. Mm. This, this this ghost, especially women. And Dean Dean was like, like I burned everything. Sam's like, you must have missed something. Did you get the hook? And he's like, the hook. You know, you know, the, the, the whole, hook, the, the thing that we're the, the, the whole thing, thing the, hook, the source of its this power, is, the hook man. Did Find you get the, the hook? hook? Stop the hook man. <laughs> focus, bud. <laughs> focus, 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 focus here. Focus. Focus here. So, so we're in the library. Again. Back to the library. Got to hit the books. Dean finds the a logbook for the Iowa State Penitentiary. Um, Jacob Carnes. All personal effects go to Saint Barnabas Church. Uh, his where Lori's dad preaches, and it says that the hook was reforged, melted down, and turned into something else. So after like ah, well we, that means we, you know, we gotta go to the church. Yeah, it was reforged, donated to the church. It's at the church. Gotta be at the church, or uh, at and at Lori's house. So they yes. go, they break in, they find everything silver, and they go to burn it. Oh, the, when they get there to the church at night, it was the the lighting. On this first shot, what that was really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the lighting was coming from because it was they were in the dark, right? And the church was lit up, and they were lit up. It was very there was no street light. Yeah, it was very strangely lit. I don't like the car was completely in the dark. You could barely see the car. Mm-hmm. I'm, it was weird. It was weird. So they they go in and they decide like we're just gonna we we don't know what it was. No time. Find everything silver. Everything silver. If it even looks like silver. If it's shiny, <laughs> you're putting it in the furnace. We're gonna burn everything. So they're in the they're in the basement with the furnace and they hear a creaking above them. 
Dust so, off the ceiling. Yeah, and dust coming down. They uh, they go up and they find Lori in one of the pews in the church, crying and praying. Uh, she's saying she blames herself for everything. <sighs> and then we see a wispy black figure appearing and disappearing. Right. It was like, oh no, Lori thinks she should be punished. So, so therefore, the man's the, gonna the come punish her. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she well, gotta first go. she says she, you know, she thinks she's gonna be punished. She, she's you know studied in church. She knows about avenging angels. Mm-hmm. And Sam says, "Trust me, he's no angel." That's an interesting thing to say, Sam. <laughs> Especially this early. This this early, you've not met an angel yet. Yeah. That's interesting. Of course, at this point, they're like, trust me, he's no angel, because, of course, he's killed all these people and stuff, but... Well, no, yeah. They they and they, they didn't have any this... intention at this point. Right. Because they hadn't written that far. Yeah. <laughs> but, God, they do like, stuff I on just, my, accidents just, so many times. Just just you wait, Sam. <laughs> just you wait. Um, they're like, ah, it's a hookman. Hook comes through the church door. We, We're running uh, away. We have a ghost fight. Yeah. Facing off. Dodging. Hit Go- Sam. Ghost fight. Ghost fight. Drags Lori. Oh, yeah, hit Sam against the bookshelf. Across the floor. And yeah. Sam goes flying against the bookshelf. <laughs> Dean rushes in. I always say, not the bookshelf. He goes, Sam, drop. And he shoots, and Hookman disappears. Uh, they're like, where did you get that necklace? To Lori. She's like, my dad said it was a church heirloom. Sam grabs it, rips it off of her neck. Ow. Yeah, yeah, ow. I don't know how... The class must have broke. Like, oh, how... People are always ripping necklaces off this way. It would have just... Ah, it would cut on my just, neck. Because like, <laughs> one time, I, I remember when I was little, I tried to do that, and it just... It actually, like, left a mark on my neck. It would hurt so bad. Yeah, I don't... necklaces, they don't break that easily. I don't know... Like, the chain was supposed to be delicate enough? I, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've, I've never broken a necklace like that. No, it hurts to, when you get when your necklace get t- gets tugged on. Yeah. But yeah, we had Dean to the rescue, and then we Sam tosses the necklace, and Dean tosses the gun at the same time. Yeah, we, so we had a cool, cool little trade off, and then we had more ghost fight. Dean throws the necklace in the fire just in time as the but necklace melts in the furnace. When we're shown this guy's face, he's. Kinda hot. <laughs> I was like, oh man, why did they make him hot? And then I was like, wait, Heisenberg? Yes! <laughs> oh, okay. what, are you like attracted to Heisenberg or yes, something? I'm sorry. <laughs> Garbage boy stink man. <laughs> At least he was he wasn't wearing sunglasses, was he? No. no. Okay, because if he was wearing He was wearing like he was wearing like a scarf mask thing. Yeah. If he was wearing... Still the same energy. Like, little yeah. beady sunglasses. Yeah, it was the same energy. It was very... The design on this guy... Like, I I, I, I don't want to say Dark Souls blood, but Dark Souls born. But it was it was a little bloodborne. Yeah. Um, in the design of this guy, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I liked that he was, the, like, the, a little unkempt, you know, or, like, yeah, his hair yeah, the, was the, a little the, scraggly. I think, I the Hookman design was, was, pretty, was pretty good. Um, he was, he was... You like, liked it because he thought he, he reminded you of Heisenberg. Yeah, I know. So as the, uh... The necklace melts in the furnace. We see the hook man's hook starting to shrivel. Why is he hot? (laughs) (laughs) No. It's just just because you like Heisenberg. His his robe and his body start burning up. He burns to his knees and is out. What? I said Barbie budget effects. Barbie Barbie budget. budget. (laughs) Dean comes running upstairs and like confer like you know. 
tired nodding at each other like yeah we yeah. did it we did it okay for, for this one i know sometimes sometimes, sometimes we, it's so, vague sometimes it's vague we're pretty sure we got this one pretty sure he melted we're pretty sure he caught fire he got fire we're pretty we're pretty sure yeah. puts most things out i'm <laughs> pretty sure we got earlier it. i forgot to mention i don't remember when it was but i had written down i think dean said Stay out of her underwear drawer. Yep. Oh, when when Sam went to search the house for silver stuff, Dean right. Like, Stay I out of her about, underwear drawer. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I wrote it down too. <laughs> Come on, man. Dang. Stop. Stop being gross. This is the writer of this episode, man. It is. I don't know what his problem is. Gross. Yes. <laughs> so Dean is talking with the police. He's like, yes, I saw the hook, man. We found, we fought him off, and he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He ran, away. He ran away. He ran away. And the, the guys, the sheriff's like, you and your brother. Oh, like, don't God. worry, we're leaving town. <laughs> like, because he gets that a lot. You, you yes. know, he, you know, he gets. That you know, a lot. you know, Dean gets. Dean's constantly getting run out of town. He's like, don't worry, we're don't leaving. Worry, we're leaving. And just the way, so Dean gets in the car, and then Sam stays back for like, a little bit, and walks over to Lori. And Dean is watching through the rearview mirror, and he's watching, like, are they gonna... Ki- are they gonna... Yeah, Dean was rooting for Sammy here. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Dean... Dean what in the kiss? And then- Dean, Dean... Well, Dean's always getting the one-off episode woman kiss of gratefulness mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. So and he's, he's like... He's like Sam's gonna get it. Sam's gonna get it this time. Sam's gonna get the grateful kiss. Aww. Lori does thank Sam for saving her life, but then Sam gets in the car. She's like, you could stay. Yeah, yeah. She she suggests you could stay, and he's like, no, we gotta get on the road. And then Dean says, we could stay. stay. Sam just shakes his head, like, no, no. Dean. Dean's like, like, hey man. Dad might I saw there might him, be something so there. I I support you as your local matchmaker. I, <laughs> I, I hey, listen, listen, buddy. I I love and support you. I know I, I don't I, say it enough, even though I don't say it at all. <laughs> I don't say it at all. I love and support. I love you. and support you. And and if you want to stay, we can stay. And Sam sadly uh, shakes his head. No, he's like, all right. And they hit the. Hit the Sam sadly shakes his head. Dean sadly shakes his head. (laughs) We have music plays and the Impala over the horizon. Drive off to the rock music. So what do we think? It was good. Yeah, there were some good spookums. Mm -hmm. Yes, there was the the I thought the design of the ghost monster was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. really scary. Um, It's a classic horror story. Yeah, you know, goes back to for me, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes. Um, so not the most surprising of monsters. No, this is what we're familiar it's all, with. It's a popular yeah, we, legend. Yeah, it's very popular. Like, basically every kid that has a sleepover and uh, either, like, an older sibling for them or, like, a dad walks into the room and is like, Ooh, have I told you this movie story? Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. The uh, That really cool scene where we see... The hookman just standing behind the two open doors in, in yes. um, that was I thought Lori that was that, Taylor's that was, room. That was a good, cool, cool spook. Yeah, <laughs> not crazy about the creepy, creepy, very written and directed by a man stuff no, going not on. Creepy Dean, creepy sorority boys, creepy sorority boys, creepy Dean, really creepy Dean. Not not just like like we've seen it like not just horn dog Dean. The, the horn dog Dean we've seen so far has been like like a one scene thing where like I'm horny. 
And then it's not yeah. really brought up <laughs> it's for the rest of it. It doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the episode. He just, like, pops his head in and it'll be like, I think women are attractive. The and then that's that it. It's like, all night. Just all night popping his head and go, I'm horny. <laughs> I am here. But then it really doesn't play into the rest of the episode. This, Dean was consistently creeping on younger women the entire episode, and I did not like it. Nope. That made me uncomfortable. Um, and it's unfortunate because... Like this is the same guy who wrote Skin, yeah. which we liked so much. Yeah, could but be it... also conflict of directors, maybe. I don't know. Oh, that could also be why Robert Duncan McNeil directed Skin. Yep, and he's our guy from Voyager. Yep. So yeah, so it the was... directorial choices might have been different, but th- that's but it's in the written material too. Yes. Yeah. So not great. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I can definitely see the connection between the two episodes in the written material that mm-hmm. they were written by the same guy in the male gaze like how, like how the male gaze is looking at the women in the episode yeah it's gross yep um and this is what girls look like and talk like together in sororities yeah the, the combination of of John Shabon's writing and David Jackson's directing came together to make Hookman much creepier throughout in its... Um, in not a good way creepy. No. 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 Because it makes Dean creepy. It yeah. makes it makes Dean creepy. Um, and Dean does have some issues with predatory behavior towards women, but a lot of that comes from modeling his behavior on John yeah. and what he thinks masculinity is yeah. and is supposed to be and is... And I... So, it's gross and creepy. Dean's behavior in this episode was very performative. He, they were mm-hmm. in a frat. Yeah. They're around a bunch of guys. Guys being dudes. Guy, dudes guys being, being guys. being dudes. Dudes being gay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very performative. It's a very performative atmosphere. Anyway, in real life, frats are performative masculinity. I gotta so. gay. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dean is, you know, in this environment of, you know artificial masculinity anyway. Right. It, I, I can see where it would make sense that hit, that that performance would be heightened. That's not intentional. Yeah. No. I am... They are not thinking that deep about this no. at that point. They're not thinking about Dean's performance of masculinity. I can see where you can make that argument that, that this is not out of character for him mm-hmm. in this environment to be this creepy. I don't like it. No. 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 Um, Whether it makes sense he, or not. And he needs to unpack some of those issues because that, the, the combination of what John has done to him and just like that, that it's like wormed its way that far into his brain that whenever he is in a situation where he thinks he needs to perform masculinity to that degree, he gets just creepy and gross. Yeah. Not a fan. I'm excited to watch the next episode. Cause right. the, the very cause next one. Yeah. Our, our very next one. Um, the much-anticipated season one, episode eight, Bugs. <laughs> Which, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but is generally considered the worst. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Just the worst. Mm-hmm. So. The worst for the actors. The worst. The worst for everybody. Yeah, everyone hated it. So, uh, thank you for listening to our episode of Three Edgets in a Pod. Um, a supernatural sibling, <laughs> I got that backwards, a sibling supernatural <laughs> rewatch <laughs> podcast. Um, join us next time when we watch season, watch and discuss season one, episode eight, Bugs. 
uh, signing off. I am a host, Margaret. I'm a host, Patricia. And I'm another host, Bridget. See you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruff Music, as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing threeidgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.